All right. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. Dan here, uh, speaking to you uh, like we typically do every Friday, 11 a.m. Uh, we have a session on uh, real estate investing. Um, I either bring a topic or I, uh, you know, wait for your questions. So what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about two things, property insurance and home warranty. Let's just, uh, you know, talk about those topics uh, today. Uh, the whole purpose of this session that we hold uh, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time is to actually give, an, you know, give an opportunity for get to know each other, talk about real estate investing, have your questions. So you are most welcome to ask questions that are related to the topic today and questions that are not related to the topic today. Uh, that's fine as well. Uh, we're focusing on rental properties and owning rental properties and buying and you know, holding rental properties uh, for the most part. So that's what we're going to cover. And today's topic is on property insurance. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, and home warranty, we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. So by all means, um, the whole purpose for this session is to uh, engage with you and have your questions live as we have the session live. You're also most welcome to send questions on the recording or post, you know, once we uh, finish with our live session, you can always email us or post on the Facebook. So we'll be happy to address questions post event as well, post session as well. All right. Um, let's get started with, uh, with insurance. So uh, let's talk about insurance for a second before we talk about home warranty. Um, as investors, uh, for the most part, I say you are, you should have insurance. Um, when you buy a property, you know, property insurance, I'm talking about property insurance. Usually property insurance, you know, covers at minimum uh, a liability typically of uh, $300,000 that usually probably something about theft, something about medical. Uh, then they have some terminology regarding um, 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 if, the, if the house burns down, um, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not an insurance agent. They have some, you know, those, uh, all this uh, information about uh, um, um, DP1, DP2, all this terminology. So if you want to go into the details, um, you need to talk to your insurance agent. But a couple of things I want to point out when it comes to insurance. One, you should have one, right? Most of you know that. Most of you have one. If you're buying with a mortgage, the mortgage company will not even let you buy a property without you know, having insurance in place. Number two, liability is built in whether you want it or not. Um, and then there are a couple of things you probably want to make sure you have in your insurance policy. Um, and that will vary a little bit from one property to another or uh, um, one area to another. But here are a couple of things I want you to be aware that is there. So first of all, um, Theft of, you know, theft is something that uh, almost all policies have included in them. Not necessarily you need that when it's a rental property. So you may want to, uh, uh, unless you, have, you, you hold stuff in the property, um, um, then you want to uh, maybe include, you know, items, maybe include that. But sometimes, you know, the insurance agents want to uh, provide you by default a $50,000 theft and that costs, you know, more money when there's actually no need for that. So you can look into lowering the theft amount to the minimum. Second thing is, uh, uh, if the house burns down, if you need to rebuild the house, um, a lot of investors, you know, so that's what's called the, the, the assessed value of the property, meaning if you need to rebuild it, how much it will, uh, it will cost. Here's something that you can play with a little bit because 
Um, if your house burns down, you need the, to ask yourself, how much is it going to take to build this house? Maybe $100, $200, $300 per square feet in order to rebuild the house. So that should probably tell you how much coverage you need there. Uh, some areas, the land is so expensive, um, and sometimes the insurance agent you know, takes and says, oh, your house worth 500000 but actually to rebuild it is only going to cost you 300000 so you may want to have three or 350000 and not cover 500000 because the land is not going to burn down. Obviously, it's going to be there. So that's something you want to look into. Um, on the other end, I see investors sometimes buying a property, let's say, at a really cheap price. Let's say they buy it, uh, the auction for for 100000 right? And the because it's bought at the auction, the value of this house, you know, once uh, fixed up is maybe 200000 but they are still insuring it for 100000 Just because you bought the house for 100000 doesn't mean your insurance should be 100000 It should probably, again, reflect what's the value of the house. The question you should be asking yourself, how much is it going to take to replace, uh, to rebuild the house? Should it burn down? And that should probably be the coverage of the property itself. Uh, so something to think about, either to reduce the amount of coverage you need or to increase the amount you know, of coverage you need you know, in that case. Uh, of course, flood insurance, uh, if you need. If you are not sure about it, if you need or do not need a flood insurance, you want to do the following. The best way is to talk to an insurance agent and get an answer. If you want a quick answer, uh, you probably want to uh, go online. Just go on Google and ask, how do I know if my house needs flood insurance? And there's a FEMA website. I think there's another website you can check. Those websites are good because they will tell you if your house is located in a flood zone. However, sometimes a designated flood zone doesn't mean your house is um, needs flood insurance. Could be that your house is in a designated flood zone, but it is elevated. Okay, enough to not need a uh, not need a, a, a flood insurance. So, in order to know best, is look at FEMA website to see if you're in a designated flood zone. That's one. Check with the insurance agent. Insurance agent, and the best way is maybe ask. Uh, you need to conduct a survey, or uh, I think it's called flood certificate. Someone that goes out there and actually measures. It's cost anywhere from 150 to 250 dollars, and you actually get a, a you know um, a letter stating you do, you are or not in a flood area, uh, specifically your house. And uh, if you're buying a house and you're um, not sure about it, you know you can ask the seller to provide you one. I, as a buyer, uh, sorry, as a seller, have done at least twice, if not three times, that I can remember. Um, maybe more than that. Um, actually paid for a flood certificate, uh, $250, you know, in order for a seller to know if the house is or isn't. So you can definitely look into that as well on your end, one way or another. Um, uh, if you are, uh, other things that you want to consider in your insurance policy is what is vandalism. Vandalism is if the tenant vandalizes the house, or if your house is vacant and someone breaks in and vandalizes it, um, then you want to just want to make sure it's there and that you have it. So um, you know most policies will have it, but you wanna uh, wanna make sure it's there. So vandalism clause. If you are in areas or you have concerns about mold, you wanna have that included. Um, some areas around the country mold, you know mold coverage. It is a possibility. Um, some areas around the country. Uh, you have a more uh, sensitive to um, 
storm winds such hurricanes like Florida uh, then just so you know you can get coverage for that however that coverage is um, it's probably the deductible on a, on, on a hurricane um, is going to be higher. So it's very, you know, you, you got to be very distinctive here. If you have damages from a hurricane, it's one deductible. If you have wind damages from just a, a storm, it could be a different deductible. So just be aware of that. Uh, but it is, it, it, it is something that you can get coverage for. Okay, so just be uh, know that. The, the newer the roof, the newer the wires, the electrical wires, the newer the plumbing, the closer you are to a fire hydrant, um, you know, the construction of the property all will dictate, you know, your insurance, you know, the coverage uh, cost, of course, be aware of that. Um, so those are the main things I would say you probably want to look into when um, getting an insurance policy. Uh, remember, uh, you know, to recap, we talked about the value of the property or the rebuilding value. Theft, you may not need as much. Liability, you may want to look into it and say, okay, I want 300000 I want more. Um, adding extra, you know, going from $300,000 liability to $500,000 um, is not a lot of money, just in case. By the way, I also found that uh, in most cases, going from uh, twenty-five hundred dollars um, um, deductible to a thousand or fifteen hundred doesn't change the policy that much, as not as much as you you would think. So just be aware of that as well. Um, vandalism, mold if necessary, wind if necessary, check for flood if necessary. Uh, those are the main things that I can think of. If you have any, if any of you have any other uh, suggestion pointers of. Uh, different insurance items that should be included that you ran into please post them so i can know, know more about it others can know more about it so i will appreciate your uh your uh feedback on that as well so that's uh that's the way about insurance one other thing about property insurance one other thing that i want to suggest is um if you have one or more or multiple properties you probably want to consider having an umbrella insurance. An umbrella insurance is only for the liability and it covers you from the point the property insurance stops covering. So for example, if you have a $300,000 um, liability property insurance on a single property and an umbrella uh, for a million dollars and something comes up, um, you know, maybe of, uh, you know, some something that we require a $500,000, you know, payment, then the umbrella will cover you from 300,000 to 500,000. Okay, so just be aware of that there is an umbrella. Uh, umbrellas are relatively cheap uh, to add, so you probably want to uh, look into that, you know, uh, look into that as well, uh, primarily if you have multiple properties. Okay, now. Are there any questions regarding the property insurance? And I'm talking in generalities and in simplicity because I'm not a licensed agent. I am not, you know, a, an expert in, you know, in insurance uh, at all. But I've been, you know, I've been investing long enough and many times to just know what's available out there and things that, you know, I've, I have to deal with on an ongoing basis. Now let's talk about home warranty. Okay, home warranty is to cover the mechanicals of the property and components of the property. Roof can be in the, you know, roof can be in the, in the you know, obviously washer, washer and dryer, uh, AC, fridge, uh, water heater, uh, those for sure, leaks, roof, 
um, you know, a, a septic tank, those things can be covered, you know, you know so not all of them are built into the basic uh, uh, policy. Some of them are an add-on. Septic tank is an add-on. A roof is an add-on. Um, so those are the things that um, uh, you can have in a home warranty. Now, should you have a home warranty or not? That's always been uh, something that I've been debating with. Um, and I think my, my, my best answer is the older the house is, the more likely you want to have that. Okay, that's one thing. Uh, home warranties usually cost an annual fee somewhere between four to six hundred dollars, depending on the house, depending on the company, depending on the coverage. But I would say four to six hundred dollars um, a year. And there's also um, a deductible or a, a fee every time you send a technician, usually from anywhere from forty-five dollars to a hundred bucks. Again, depending on the policy, the the cost, the the the, the company, etc. So first of all, if you want to have a home warranty, if you have a brand new home or relatively new home, you probably don't need that. Uh, the older the house is, the more likely you want to have that. So I have um, at least on five houses that are older houses, uh, home warranty. And I, honestly, I've been using them quite a bit. So it's been paying off, um, you know, big time, I would say. Uh, so I suggest, you know, uh, making that decision per property. Um, I think there's also a benefit of the home warranty. It just gives you a um, more um, more peace of mind. So you know, okay, I, you know, there's it, it, four hundred dollars a year, but I but I have a peace of mind. So there's a there's a peace of mind aspect to it as, uh, as well for a lot of people not to know if they you know if something comes up, they you know they have coverage. Um, home warranty companies are notorious for giving you know making it difficult and hard to work with. I would say. There is some truth to it, but uh, if you're persistent and you just uh, sometimes wait on the line, you know, quite, you know, for a few good minutes, uh, 10, 10, 20 minutes, then you know, eventually it's worthwhile. So it's a little bit of a hustle, of a trouble, either for you as the owner or the property manager to deal with them. But um, you know, when you have it and you use it, you'll see that it's a, it's a beneficial. So I am not, uh, um, I'm very, I like that, especially on older houses. It makes more sense. And I would say that um, with home warranty, um, with home warranty, um, um, home warranty, the uh, what? Oh, the, the, a lot of the a lot of the things they are so aggressive in selling. They are open to negotiate. So I just had uh, added. Uh, I spoke to a home warranty company. Added three properties the other day. I was able to reduce their fee both for the annual fee and to get a few more months in coverage and to add more perks um, and to uh, reduce the uh, uh, the uh, technician fee when, when we call someone uh, quite a bit. Uh, I guess the fact that I had three um, three uh, company, you know, three properties also helped. So those, kind, those guys, they usually want to get you in as a client and they are, they're going to be willing to give you some discounts. Shop around, compare. Um, I have used two so far. One is choice home warranty and one is select home warranty. Uh, choice has been a little bit you know, challenging to get you know, when you have to uh, get on the, on the phone with them. Sometimes I've waited over 20 minutes, but they got things done. So I have only good things to say about them. I think the reputation online is not that good, but my personal experience is good all in all. Select 
um, I'm, I'm trying to use them right now for something and it's been a little bit of a hustle uh, so hopefully that will come you know that's the first time I'm putting them to the test we have to see I have you know uh, they are unable to locate a vendor for the specific problem I have and they're giving us hard time on covering the cost uh, with the vendors that we have so we are trying to sort it out so it's kind of annoying while you have a tenant in the house that you know that is in trouble so choice is the one that I've you, I'm using and I'm, I have only good things to say except sometimes you have to wait on the line to get a, a rep but I can't say uh, you know when things got done they're there they provided they sent so no problem there um, and select is the one that I have not let, let's just see how this issue comes through and if it does uh, well then I have a better experience um, not all uh, home warranty companies operate in all states, so you have to check that. My suggestion is call three, four companies in that state, compare prices, ask them what they are willing to give you, and then decide who you want to work with. If you have more than one property, you may want to. That's what I did. I, I kind of decided that I'm going to go with two companies at first, see who works better or not, put them to the test, and then when I have to renew, I'm going to switch to the one that performs well. So that's just another uh, suggestion. So home warranty, I think it's a good thing to have. Um, all in all, especially on older houses, uh, you know, the older the house, the more you want to have that. On newer houses, maybe not. That would be my rule of thumb for uh, uh, home warranty uh, companies. Do you have any, uh, are there any other questions regarding home warranty and or insurance and or real estate investing altogether? doesn't have to be on home warranty on insurance uh, uh, at all. And while I wait for more questions, if we have, I'm going to say um, Shana Tova, Happy New Year for those of you who are celebrating. And... Uh, and I want to congratulate one of, on the, uh, one of the participants on a newborn. Uh, good for you. Uh, a lot of health to you and your newborn and your uh, significant other. And, uh, you know, I'm, very, I'm, I'm sure you're very excited about that in your life. That's a big, big thing uh, to have a new child. So good for you, my friend. Uh, I'm not naming names out of respect of privacy, but the person who I'm speaking to knows, if he's still online, knows who he is. Um, Okay, so I'm going to wait another minute or two, uh, a minute, see if we have any more questions. If there are, I'll be happy to take them, and if not, we are going to be wrapping it up uh, for today. Sometimes questions on the comments, they take time. If you are joining late, if you are listening to the recording, uh, you can still post questions uh, online on, on our Facebook page or uh, by email regarding the topic regarding real estate investing no problem if you joined late we talked about property insurance coverage umbrella insurance um, and even home warranties very good hello daniel good to see you how are you my friend uh, thanks for joining uh, we are almost a wrap for today, so I'm going to see no questions are coming in. So I want to thank you for taking the time on a, on a Friday morning. Like I said, we do this session uh, typically every Friday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. You're most welcome to join with questions on real estate investing, primarily focusing on rentals, uh, but we talk about different aspects of, of investing. You can also go online on our Facebook page, 
on our YouTube channel, on our podcast. Simply you know, just search Simply Do It on YouTube. Search Simply Do It on podcast, whatever you're using. Um, um, and then, um, um, you know, listen to any of the previous uh, sessions we had. Uh, we talked about rental properties, flip properties, buying at the auction, analyzing properties, cash flow, tons of information and education for you guys to benefit from. How much of a deductible would you recommend? Um, I have found that the premium cost for the most part is not that different between a thousand to to two to twenty five hundred to five thousand. So I typically try to go with the lowest as long as it makes sense. So I would be anywhere from a thousand to twenty five hundred typically uh, because there's not a big difference uh, at the cost of the premium. Um, not all policies, all companies will allow a thousand dollar deductible. So you have to go with twenty five hundred. Uh, but I try to be at the lowest as possible for the most part, unless there is another reason for me, you know, unless there is an exception to the rule. All right, everyone. Thank you. Shabbat Shalom. Happy, you know, have a great Friday. Rest of your day. Have a great weekend. Um, see you online, see you offline, talk to you uh, one way, one method or another, hopefully in the near future. Thank you for taking the time. Have a terrific rest of your weekend. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.